and I have tested this. I have tried and tested because obviously when I was first starting out, I wasn't a professional at selling in the DM. (laughs) So somebody would send me a DM and I would go all in and I would give them all the information. And Mm. then I started testing different methods and I was like, well, maybe it just, it needs to be a real conversation Mm. because it's a real person on the other end. And so are you. Welcome to the Influenced Podcast. I'm Ella Dace, a social media manager and fashion designer. And I'm Bart Dace, a businessman by day, but more importantly, Ella's Insta husband. <laughs> Together, we run a social media company called Ella Resort Creative. We're here to talk about the social business world and the power of influence, how we learn from some and give to others. Hey guys, happy Monday. How are we all? We hope you're not having a too much of a hectic week or mm. beginning of the week. I know that it was a full moon on the weekend and Mercury was retrograding and a whole lot of stuff was happening. So when did you become so woo-woo? <laughs> I'm, hey, it's not woo-woo knowing about what, yeah. what planets are doing stuff and, right. you know, yeah, that... Right. Uh, it's just been, yeah, I know. I just woo think woo. it's a bit of, it's been a bit of a hectic week slash weekend. Mm. And a lot of the people that I've been talking to, they, they're really exhausted, feeling that burnout or mm. having not well, we great things a, happening. We had a bit of an average day today. So obviously we record this on Sundays, um, ready for Monday, of course. Yeah. And uh, it was spent half the day at the vet because our little Danny's not well. No. So. Yes. She likes to pick up things at the park and eat them. Yeah, and she ate something. And she doesn't learn her lesson ever. No. So yesterday she was throwing up all day and Mm. she was fine last night and then this morning she was throwing up again so we took her to the vet and they did some bloods and Mm. gave her some pain relief and some anti-nausea and now she's just sleeping. Mm. Tough gig. It's really hard course, to concentrate, though. Yeah, and of course, our mate Damo broke his leg in two places oh, on mate. his motorbike. So, I hope your Sunday was better than ours. Yes. <laughs> Far out. Anyway, let's get to the meat and potatoes. What are we going to be talking about today? Um, well, we're going to be talking about DM sales strategies. Now, this is something that has been coming up a lot in my coaching sessions, and this mm-hmm. is a question that keeps coming through my DMs, funnily enough, and that is how do you actually sell in your DMs and close? So it's something, like I said, I've been doing a lot of coaching on this topic in the last few weeks and it's been amazing to see people actually implement these strategies and get results. Yeah, 100%. And I mean, look, sales is a huge thing, Um, you know, even for me and and, uh, the people that I'm business coaching at the moment and I won't say names because privacy and confidentiality or whatever. But um, yeah, the topic around how to sell is is obviously pretty important and there's different methods of getting in contact with your customers um, and then obviously them getting in contact with you, right? Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's a really strong touch point. So I think DMs is underutilized. A hundred percent. No, I think if you have a smaller account, you definitely need to utilize them more because if you think about it, you don't actually need 
100,000 followers on Instagram to have no. a successful business. In fact, you, you can have a smaller following and actually utilize that so much more because you are actually able to have a nurturing relationship and build that trust and credibility and have that one-on-one -on -one time with all those people that are following you. Yeah, hundred percent. And the information that <laughs> stop it. <laughs> and the information that you can obviously put on there can be a lot more specific, of course. Yeah. Um, you know, having an actual chat and starting up a conversation. When you're, I suppose, disseminating content and information, it's sort of somewhat broad. Yeah, it can be, you know, in a niche space, but the information is broad. When you've got that DM, it's a real opportunity to sort of engage with that potential customer. Um, mm. And yeah, start, you know actually helping, facilitating, and then taking them through the sales cycle if there is something that you can do for them. Yeah, and I think um, we did talk about this a few podcasts back, but when somebody sends you a DM, mm. don't take it the wrong way. Actually take the time to respond to them properly. And something that I would struggle with is even when I didn't have time, I would, I would still reply. And that's, that's something I should not be doing reply when you have a moment to actually invest and reply properly. Mm. So sending those voice notes makes it really, really personal or even sending a video if you feel comfortable yeah, doing that. The voice notes is actually new to me. I didn't know it had that feature yeah, on Instagram. Really, yeah. I was like, oh my God, this is awesome. Yeah. But like, it's one of those things, right? In sales, of course, you always have, you know, traditionally a first meeting um, where, you know, you would set up a meeting, sit down with someone, have a coffee. You can read their body language. You can read the tone of their voice, all those sort of things. Obviously in a, a COVID environment at the moment that doesn't happen as easily mm. i mean obviously we've got zoom and that sort of stuff but the entry level slash next best thing is your dms <coughs> excuse me and especially those especially those um yeah i need some water um especially those voice packets because you can actually read and hear you know the tone of the voice and what they're asking for and yeah. if someone's super excited to know something you know you, you can read all those little cues and it, and it sort of builds the picture for you yeah i definitely think so and I think a strong point that a lot of accounts should be doing, and I would actually like to challenge you guys to do this this week for the next week. And if you're on my mailing list, I've asked you to do this before, but change up your call to actions. So instead of at the bottom of your post writing, go to the link in my bio, actually ask them to send you a DM mm. and do this also in your stories. So selling through your stories is a really, yes. Yeah, no, go, go, sorry. I just had a question popped into my head. Yeah. <clears throat> How does Instagram view DMs? Is it like, do you get more value from your engagement? Does it sort of boost your stuff? Because obviously, you know, likes and comments are your yeah. stock standard run of the mill. How's DMs viewed? So your DMs is like your meeting room, uh -huh. right? So you have your page, which is where people, that's the first thing people will come to. Mm. That's what they'll see. That's your branding. That's that's where they'll, they'll scroll through. Then yep. you have the stories where they really get to know you. Mm. So that's where... And that's where you want to start that two-way conversation and invite them to have a conversation back because on you can do that to some extent on your feed, mm. but in your stories, I think you can utilize that a lot more because you're raw, mm. it's more behind the scenes, it's more personable. Mm. It's a meeting room. I like that. <laughs> it's, it's a meeting it room. It's a really good term, you know. I thought you'd like that. Totally, I thought you'd love that. <laughs> that is cute. Yeah. yeah. So that's where that's but that's that's why they call. It, it goes down in the DMs. That's where your sales go down. Um, you don't pull the gangster thing off. I'm sorry. <laughs> Little white girl trying to be gangster. I'm not trying at all. <laughs> it's the song. No, it is, it is. Fair enough. I'm just referencing. Fair enough. Anyway, um, <laughs> what I've been doing a lot of coaching on is I think people are going 
in way too hard too quickly and you're not really treating it like a conversation Mm -hmm. so you need to pretend like it's still a conversation so if somebody sends you a dm and they're they're wanting more information don't hit them with all the information in one go yeah. Still treat it like a conversation. <clears throat> and that's why it is good to have those voice notes because you can say, hey, thank you so much for getting in touch with me. What, yeah. like, and then customize the it. Yeah, 100%. So, look, this this is very much in the sales cycle process. So yeah, from that's my why perspective, I wanted you to talk about it. Yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> so the first thing is, right, you get this a lot where people will send you a DM and I've seen it and they're like, hey, what's your price? And like. You can give them the price, but then they're just going to walk away because you haven't had no interaction. You haven't built credibility. You haven't actually spoken to them and get to understand what they're after because if you give them a price based on what you think they're after and you haven't actually explored that in a discovery process, you've just shot yourself in the foot, right? And you can't you know, help the customer correctly and you also can't quote correctly, if that makes sense. Because, mm-hmm. you know, if someone just goes, oh, here's my price list. Oh, yeah, you're a bit rich or you're you know, too cheap or whatever, then they just walk away. And there's no interaction. Like it, you just you just short circuited the whole cycle. So I highly recommend if someone just bangs you out, what's your price? <clears throat> Don't do that. Start a DM conversation. Start mm-hmm. having voice packets. Start exploring what they want and what they might need. And this is what I was doing with the business coaching um, with one of the, the clients that we have at the moment. It's getting them to understand. It takes about seven to ten touch points to actually close a customer correctly. Yeah. Um. You know, first proposal, second proposal. You're looking at two, three meetings until you get it correct. And if and the thing is, people go, oh, I don't want to do two, three meetings to get a customer. I just want a customer. But that's not the right way to do it because you don't understand them. They don't understand you. Yeah. You don't understand what the rules of engagement are, like your terms and agreements. When you quote, you might be quoting too high or quoting too low you really don't understand and that's where i suppose we highly recommend exploring the dms you know in depth yeah definitely when somebody sends you a dm and they want more information start to have that conversation with them don't just be like hey this is all my information here you go off you go Mm. actually take the time to find out what it is that they need they want from you how you can help them appropriately and you can you can still close a lot of sales in the DMs. So I still sell a lot of products, a lot of my digital products in the DMs, but mm. I'll have that conversation first. Unless they write out DM me and say, hey, I really need, I, I would really like to book in for this or can, I, can you send me the link to this so I can purchase it? Then I'll yeah. send them the link. Yeah, I've got a really good analogy for this. And yeah. Yeah, it's, it's pretty much like going fishing, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you've ever been fishing. <laughs> I'm not a massive fisher, <laughs> fisherman. Um, but basically, you know, you're casting out a line that's what you do on social media. That's what you do in your marketing. And a customer comes up and takes a nibble, right? And then either you they take a little bit of a bigger nibble to a little bit of a bigger one, and then you actually hook the customer, right? But if they swim up and basically have a look at the hook and go, oh, look at it. Oh, yeah, it's a worm and swim off. You've completely lost the opportunity to actually catch a fish, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So by drip feeding the information and slowly yeah. giving them a nibble and a taste of what they're looking for, you've got a much greater chance of, of you know, hooking the fish and catching them. Yeah, and I have tested this. I have tried and tested yeah. because obviously when I was first starting out, I wasn't a professional at selling in the DM. So somebody would send me a DM and I would go all in and I would give them all the information. And mm. then I started yep. testing different methods and I was like, well, maybe it just it needs to be a real conversation mm. because it's a real person on the other end and so are you. Yeah, exactly right. And if you just give all the information, they're highly likely to just go away, right? Take yep. the information and walk. In saying that, though, you want to make it as easy for them as possible. So mm. they inquire with you, you have that conversation, you might send them some more information and then you want to make it really, really simple for them to take those next steps. Mm. So whether that be 
booking in for a discovery call or booking in for a coaching call or purchasing your product Mm. or inquiring for your service, you want to make it really easy for them. So there's no point you giving all of this value on your stories all the time and not actually getting mm. them to take those next steps with you. Yeah, you, you got to fall in, like sales is a process and you've got to fall in love with the process. You actually have to understand that it takes customers a little bit of time. They might be listening to you, they might be aware of you, then they have to come and you have to sort of, you know, consult with them and get them prepped and ready, set the expectations, do your quoting correctly and make sure you're right for them because sometimes yeah. we have some people where they bombard you and are super rude in DMs and that's yeah. not actually a customer you want, right? Yeah, so exactly. in this sort of process, you don't actually have to take them on but by going through that process, you actually figure out if you're right to work with each other, if that makes sense. Yeah, I guess this works for product-based businesses though as well. If you're trying to sell a product, they want more information, then you can tailor it a little bit more to them, make it more personal, yeah. make, send them that voice note and then they'll, they'll be like, oh, wow, that's yeah. really nice. That's a really, really good talking point and I, I talk about this a lot, especially with my team at, at work. The, what's the difference between a, a product and a service? Right. So a product is tangible. So, you know, if you buy a car, you can get in it, you can smell the leather, you can drive it, you can feel how fast it goes, you know, those sort of things. There's a lot of what they call credence qualities. So you can actually feel the tangibility of the object. When a customer goes to assess, you know, a comparable car, you can go to the car yard, look at a BMW, look at a Mercedes, and you can compare them because they're like for like, if that makes sense. When you're going through a service, you don't have any of those credence qualities. You can't, you know, you can't touch a service, you can't feel a service, but it's provided to you at a price. So in that regards, it's quite similar to a product. But what it is actually a service you need to do is actually, you know, put all these processes and these credence qualities and these touch points and the feedback loops that people require mm-hmm. to understand the value that's inherently in the service. Mm-hmm. So by taking them effectively through the sales process and actually, you know, having that first meeting, having a second meeting, getting to understand exactly what they need, you know, at, at the end of it, once they become a customer, doing the tracking and reporting, so like all the analytics stuff that needs to be given to them so they can actually see the intangible on a tangible item, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yep, 100%. Yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> it makes sense. Makes sense, exactly. Yep. Yep. <laughs> oh, but this is um, one thing that I've been talking a lot in my Gram Changer course as well. We do a whole section on your stories and how to use them effectively to sell. And one of them is you want to attract your audience to you. So this is why you're on Instagram why you're selling, why you're speaking on your stories because you're attracting them to you. Mm. So you want to make sure that you're using all of those engagement stickers like the DM me feature so that they can directly DM you. And I don't think it's a coincidence that we now have that new feature Mm. to be used because Instagram want you to stay on there. They want you to continue the conversation on there. If you think about it as well, if I think about it, I'm more likely to open up my DMs rather than my emails. I check my DMs more than my emails. So that's the fastest way to get the result that you want. Actually DM them, make it more personal. You can't send voice note emails, not yet anyway. (laughs) You can, but I don't don't think It's not as easy. No, it's a different platform. And look, email has its place, right? Yeah, definitely. So when it's time to actually submit the proposal, I wouldn't never do that over DMs, right? That is an email thing. So I, I suppose 
you know, the whole idea here is that you've got to use multiple platforms and multiple sort of touch points. Uh, email is, is a go-to because it's like a, a track record of a conversation. But the things about email is you can't pick up tone, right? Mm. So we've had this heaps of times at work where someone will get an email and be like, this customer is not very nice and, you know, be, being really upset. But then if I reread the email with a different frame of mind, it says something completely different, <laughs> right? And that's where DMs can be a lot more tailored because you can get that voice packet and just circumvent that whole sort of discovery process yeah. about where the customer's coming from. And if I and every time I do send a voice message, the person on the other end is like, oh, wow, it's so nice to hear your voice. Yeah, exactly right. Or yeah. they're like, I didn't know you could do this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah sending me. voice messages. <laughs> <laughs> nah, voice packets are wicked. But yeah. this, is a, this is why you can utilize your DMs so much more to get the results that you want. So you, you can t- turn your followers into paying clients and customers just by using your DMs effectively. Mm. Correct. So I suppose, you know, Instagram at its at its heart, and for those of you that just want it for Instagram for your own stuff, fine. From a business perspective, I suppose, is what mm. we're talking about here. Um, you know, Instagram's essentially a page, a landing page, similar to a website, right? And, you know, even if you do have a website, a large company, and you want to lodge, lodge an inquiry with that company, you have an inquiry form that mm. goes into an email. Then someone emails you, and then they give you a call, right? It sounds like a lot of work. If you go into someone's page, you're like, oh, my God, I want that. You DM them and they go, Here, here's your answer. Yeah. Like, that's really, really quick. It's a quick time to market. So you yeah. get in contact with people really quickly. And I suppose that's why Instagram's so good. Yeah, it is. I definitely agree. So now I'm going to tell you a few of the wrong ways to go about it. Sure. <laughs> There's a couple <laughs> of ways. So you may have received a DM before where the person's not following you. They don't even know what you're about, but they're like, hey, this is what I'm selling. You should buy it. And yeah. you're like... And they get the name right like 20% of the time. Or they don't they're have like, a name. They're hey, just, person. No, yeah. it's usually like yeah. a hey and a smiley face. Yeah, and that, then they're like, I'm selling this and you should buy it. That's one way to piss people off. That's yeah. one way to piss... <laughs> Can I tell you a funny story? Please do. I had this one girl send me a DM asking me if I'm interested in her VA services. Uh-huh. And, and I was like, oh, that's nice. Uh, clicked on her page and the first three posts were my posts copied and pasted word for word. And I was like, "Is I don't understand. Am I helping you with your business or are you helping me with my business? <laughs> and, I was like, and I messaged her and I was like, hey, I don't know if you know this, but the, the first three posts you have actually copied and pasted word for word. Mm. Um, it's not actually allowed. And she's like, oh. Mm. <laughs> so... Just make sure that you're checking. Like, and I think this is so important. When you're sending a DM and you do want to work with someone or you're reaching out to someone, whether it be you want to work with an influencer or you're trying to promote your services, then try to warm them up. It, they Essentially, mm-hmm. you can make them a warm lead instead of sending cold DMs to people. Follow them. Yeah. Like some of their posts reply to their stories, actually create that relationship first and get to know if they actually do need your product, service, whatever it is you're selling mm, instead mm. of just cold Yeah, look, that DMing, that, that DMing is basically spam, right? It's spam. So, yeah. We, I have this with LinkedIn a bit, right? So a lot of people on LinkedIn are like, hey, Bart, I see we have three mutual followers. Let's catch up for a phone call. I would like to discuss X, Y, and Z. I swear to God, I've got like 20 of these a month easily. And it's almost the exact same format, yeah. right? And they change the name and change the service. And that's just 
I just exclude that straight off the bat, right? Yeah. But then the other day I got one from a guy and he's like, hey, man, I see, with, you know, we have these mutual people. Um, I noticed you did this project over mm. here. This might be of interest to you. Do you want to have a chat? Yeah, there's a little bit more something behind the guy and I could tell yeah. he was cool. So I took his call, all good. Um, he wasn't right for us. I had nothing to offer him, but I pointed him in the right direction and actually gave him a couple of recommendations because he was genuine, he was a good dude, and he was professional. I yeah. was like, cool, happy And to he help took you. the time to make it a little bit more personal. Correct, correct. And when you do that, you'll get a better result. Exactly right. And I did have somebody send me a DM saying, hey, we we do a service where we send out cold DMs and we see who's going to reply. And I was like, that's just so not my vibe at yeah, all. That's spam, yeah. And I replied to him and I was like, does this actually work for you? And he was like, yeah, it actually does. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's great. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. I suppose it, it kind of brings into into a question, a, a big topic, which I don't want to dive into really right now, but it's a bit of an ethical approach, right? Mm. Like when you communicate with your customers, you're yeah, conveying, conveying your, your ethics and how you run your business. If you're spam, big business, pay money, just, you know, hit people up as, you know, or, or get some people telemarketing from, you know, another country to call 5,000 people automatically from a telephone if anybody's got one of those random calls that come in from, you know, those spam places mm-hmm. when they rotate their numbers and all that dodgy stuff. If that's what you're about, go for it. But yeah. in my opinion, yeah. Well, this is, gen- this is the process that I generally do if, say, I am on behalf of one of my clients and we want to, say, implement a new influencer strategy. So the steps we would take is to make sure, firstly, that they align with your business. Then we would make sure that the spelling is correct. So we might have a template, (laughs) but then we would make sure that we customise it to that Mm. person that we're sending it to. Make sure you find out their name. Yeah, just on that quickly, having a template is perfect right because you've got something to fall back to if you don't know what to say yeah but definitely change it do definitely not send change it, out it as is. but do it's just good to have your tick tick off points it can even be dot points where you're like this is what i need to say yeah correct like a structure that you mm. can follow just notes just notes exactly number two make it personal before don't, don't just say hey love your content make sure you're following them don't say hey love your content and you're not following them because you don't love their content. Yeah. That's a lie. Then <laughs> make sure that <laughs> ask them when you DM them, would you prefer us to have this conversation over email or is DM okay? That's also polite. Mm, that's good because some people communicate in different ways and prefer different platforms. Yeah. Yeah, um, Yeah. 100%. So I think it's, it's a good option. And then if they prefer to send them an email, then do that. But you're asking them. It's the polite thing to do. Like I said, make sure that you're following them and make sure that you actually engage with some of their posts first. So this is what we do. We always like and comment a few of the, on a few of their posts just so that we're on their radar as well, so that we're not just sending a copy-paste generic message hoping somebody would reply. Hmm. Then when somebody does reply, thank them. Thank them for their time because the, the most valuable thing, like mm. Sophie was saying on our podcast last week, is time. Mm. 100%. The it's- most frustrating thing for me is when I get these random cold DMs and they are so long <laughs> and it's like you, I'm not going to read it mm. <laughs> it's, unless I can see that it's personal to me and somebody actually genuinely wants my help. Yeah. I will take the time, of course. But if it's a cold spam DM, you're wasting my time and mm. I can't get that time back. Time so. is short. Yeah, if someone sends you that long rubbish, it's, mm-hmm. it's too much effort to even read it, right? So if you are sending, think about how that person's going to absorb that nugget of information and if yeah. you're kicking off the conversation, short, sharp, shiny is always the way. Yeah. 
you want to get to know them, you want to get to know what their struggles with, how you can help them. For example, when, when I was selling my course and I did sell quite a few spots through the DMs because I was selling it through Instagram stories. Mm. So the direct sales funnel mm. from stories is your DM. Mm. So then from there, I'd like, oh, what would you like to know? What information? Mm. Then I would give them all the information that they want, but not all in one lump sum because that's hard to absorb. You have to just pretend it is a two-way conversation, put yourself in their shoes, and how would you absorb the information? Yeah, and also sometimes, you know, there's also a mentality that people just want to sell their product to everyone, right? And that's that can't be the case, product or service. No. Like we had one lady come through um, and she was like, oh, you know, kind of interested in the course, but I really need to know X, Y, and Z. And then we had a first meeting, second meeting, and then figured out that she actually didn't need the course. She mm. needed business Coming consulting and, and that sort of stuff. So yeah. that's when we actually stepped in and helped her with that, right? Because Definitely. your product does not fit to everybody and yeah. you've got to take that on board. You can't just shove it down their throat. Yeah, exactly. And mm. that that's also a really good point. So when people do send you a DM, don't get all excited and be like, yep, I'm going to sell it to everyone. Actually find out it, if it is the right thing for them and then point them in the right direction because you'll also get a much better result. It's much more personal. Yep. Yeah. Agreed. I think so anyway. Mm. <laughs> cool. What's next? Uh, DMs. What are we saying next? DMs. <laughs> now you've thrown me off completely. Yeah. So how do you slide into someone's DMs? The first things that you would do. Are you listening? Me? Yeah. yeah, I'm listening. I don't really DM anybody on Instagram, so I'm just going to sit back and watch you talk. <laughs> no. So, okay. We, we follow them first. We like a few of their posts. Mm-hmm. Then that's when we slide into their DMs with the correct spelling of their name. Yeah. So I suppose it's one of those things, right, where you, you follow them. They obviously understand that you, you like their photos. If they don't have 100,000 followers, they might see your name a couple of times. Mm. And it's one of those things subconsciously they will have seen your name somewhere yeah. along the line. And then well, when you actually message them, it actually feels like a person. Um, they at least much click on your of, profile and yep. see if they're following. Yep, yep, qualification. Yeah. So what I really like to do is utilise my stories as best I can to give as much value and as much information about whatever it is that I have to offer at the end. So this is something I actually wanted to talk about and I was talking a lot about in the last few weeks on stories and how to structure and design your stories. So what has been requested quite a lot is that I do a little workshop on stories, how to design them, how to structure them and how to use them effectively for sales. So that is something that I have put together and I'll be doing probably in the next week or so. So make sure that you're following me on Instagram and I'll let you know all of the details for that. But it will essentially be 20-minute, 30-minute workshop on Zoom. will be free, won't cost you anything. All you'll have to do is have the link to sign up, (laughs) which I will put on the gram. But I will tell you, this is because this is what I've been talking a lot about is, yes, you need to give value. Yes, you need to educate your audience about the benefits, but you also need to educate your audience about what it is that you're selling. So there's no point giving them all of these tips and all of this really valuable information, Mm. but they're not coming through with the call to action at the end. Mm. And that's, that was the biggest thing that I found in my last few coaching <laughs> sessions, which would be really, really obvious to the business owner. 
and you can be like, yes, I'm doing everything. I'm, I'm doing everything right. I'm giving all the value. Why isn't anyone inquiring about the service? Why isn't anyone booking in? And it's because you're not asking them to. Yeah. It's because you're not saying, I actually have this service at the end. I'm giving you all of this information, but you need to come through with that call to action and say, hey, if you want more, then book in for that one-on-one coaching call. Then send me a DM because I only have this many spots available for yeah. July. Yeah, look. That, Let them know. That, that call to action is basically asking for the sale and this, this happens. Every good salesman asks for the sale. If you've brought the customer in, you've had the first meeting, you've had the second meeting, you've done a proposal, you've had some consultations, some back and forth and some touch points, you get to the end and you sit there and there's an awkward silence and then you're like, right, what happens there? And I've seen this happen with a lot of young salespeople. They in don't person, have the balls to ask yeah. for it. Mate, you just go, right, are we ready to go? Because at the end of the day, right, people somehow attach their ego and their ability or fear of being rejected from yeah. asking for the deal and that call to action. But at the end of the day, if someone's come to you, they've inquired, they're interested, they want something from you, and if you're able to provide it, you're doing them a service or you know selling them a product that they're yeah. interested in. So detach yourself from your ego and ask for the deal, right? Mm-hmm. That's a hot tip. Yeah, and how would you go about doing that? How would you... <laughs> Um, I know it's going to be different in person than it is in the DM, but essentially the structure. Yeah, look, so you know, there's generally, you call it seven steps for a sale. Um, you know, marketing supports your funnel, brings you in and actually be, makes the market aware of you. Um, once you actually have that touch point, um, you generally have seven steps. Uh, we break it up in, in percentages generally, but, um, you know, first meeting, second meeting, um, First meeting is a discovery meeting, figure out what they want. Second meeting is more about a a pitch or a proposal. So basically, hey, I've gone away and thought about what you want. Here's what I think I can provide you. Um, Depending on the size of the deal or the complexity, sometimes you need a third meeting, which is a fine tune and and what we call a BAFO, so best and final offer. Uh, And then from there, basically, you know, you put put the, the, the customer accepts the proposal. And after that, that's when you bring your sort of contracts in and the actual tangible things. But what happens is people get stuck at that last final offer and actually signing on the customer or actually that sale. Mm. Uh, they call it the chasm. It's a sales chasm where basically people will fall into that gap and they do all the work getting to 70% or 80% of the sale. And then they'll fall over because they don't have their call to action. They don't have the balls to ask for a deal. Um, mm-hmm. And then they've done all this gravy and all this work and they can't understand why they're not getting people over the line. So am I allowed to talk about Nina? I think I am. <laughs> too late. I don't know. Too late. <laughs> well, I had this. I had this train. So one of the one of the girls, um, very good friend of ours, um, Nina and Dylan, who just got recently engaged. Um, she just started her business, um, and she's doing. Um, she's doing nutrition. the course. She is doing the course. That's correct. But she needed some help outside of the course, just on the sales cycle thing, and she she didn't know the process. So I ran through it with her a couple of times and structured in a few things. You know, first meeting, second meeting, and actually asking for the deal. And she I, nailed she it. She nailed it. The second week, she landed two clients, right? She sent us the most beautiful message and she was like, thank you so much. Yeah, she totally did. And all it was is she's never had experience doing it before, yeah. right? And if you don't know sales, you don't know sales unless you've done it, right? Yeah. Um, I'm fortunate enough, I've been doing it for, you know, 10 years now. So I've kind of got the process in my head and it feels like back of the hand, but people don't mm. know it. Um, so it, it can be debilitating, but there are these amazing platforms available for you to get through the sales cycle and get your, you know, your brand, your product, your service out there. Mm. You just need to know how to actually capitalize on that because, you know, even people go and spend hundreds of thousands of dollars potentially on Instagram marketing, 
but they have to actually structure it to actually get that revenue afterwards. And that's when you know you start seeing things like return on investment and those sort of things. But really, if you're selling the product and you don't know the process, you don't know how to close that loop and mm. you won't make money. Another good analogy that I used for a coaching call a few weeks ago was think of it like you're actually walking into a shop and somebody is not going to just bombard you straight away, straight off the bat with <laughs> everything that you want to buy right now. Yeah. It is that process. They walk into your shop. You, you them see around. them, you say yeah. hello. They walk around, they're having a browse. You ask them if they need anything. You start yeah. asking about their day, having a little bit of a chat. Yeah. Then they start to maybe try something on. Then you start talking to them if they pick something up. You go in with the benefits. You go on with the benefits of what that is. And we, we, we do this. I used to work at Cook Eye. I used to manage a Cook Eye store. And that was the big thing in there. We would talk about the benefits. We would say, you could wear this here. You can dress it like this. You can start at this. You start to give them that option and all those visualizations. And then you do what you said. Yeah. So pretty much take them through the sales cycle, you know, consult with them. I suppose uh, fine-tune the solution uh, and then ask for the sale. I guess that's, uh, you know, how it happens. And uh, I used to work at David Jones back in the day and you used to work in Cook Eye. And it's very much one of those things. And even you walk up to some customers and they, hey, hey, how are you going? And they're like, just looking. Like, yeah, that might happen sometimes. But, you know, you still have to go through the process and, and ask them the first time and, and sort of consult with them to get them along the way and, and I suppose support them. Yeah, and then you go... How did you go? So mm. how did you go with that today? Oh, yeah, I'll get that. So you, you, <laughs> yeah. just, you, you need to pretend like it is real life, yeah. like you're seeing them. Yeah. And then we'll do what you, you know, <laughs> what you used to do with Kukai, is <laughs> to upsell them. Upsell so, them oh, yeah, hard. yeah, you need this with the black one for Thursday and the yellow one for Friday. It would look nice with this and with this and with this. And, yeah. oh, you don't have that, you need that too. Upsell them hard. Yeah, look, <laughs> so I think uh, I would like to put a disclaimer in here that a lot of people have a bad perception on salespeople. Um, but, you know, if, if the customer's in there, they're ready to spend some money, you've held them out a lot, you spend a lot of time because your, your time is valuable, right? Right? And you're not getting anything until the end of it. And there are some things you can pack the, pack into the deal which will benefit them. We're not talking about sleazy deals and sleazy sales mm. here. Um, but, yeah, if you can upsell and get some more money out of a customer, happy days. Do it, right? Like it, it, it means that you don't have to go find another customer. And there's one of the terms we throw around a lot, which is which is ARPU, uh, which is average, average revenue per customer or per user, uh, ARPC if you want. Um, and the thing is, right, like if you're selling a product, um, you know, you've got your price over there. But if you can sell two products to one customer, you don't have to sell one product to two customers. And you have, if you have to go through the sales process every single time, it can be quite mm. painful and you're spending money on marketing attracting the customer so from that perspective if you can sell more to each one you've done yourself a justice because to actually gain a customer generally speaking costs 70 percent more than it does to retain a customer so there's a fun fact for you yeah 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 True. no i agree and i know you've said this quite a lot but that's that's why it is really important to have your business set up in a in a way that where you are attracting people so it's not that push 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 being in yeah. front of people all the time but yeah. people coming to you when they ask you that's also a it's a warm lead because they're coming mm. to you they're asking you yeah. and that's why you need to use the stories to start that two-way conversation mm, 100% the push and pull strategy is a big one you know the, the email marketing campaign I, you know, I've got a folder for email marketing campaigns and it's pretty much junk at this point. I'm not interested. Yeah. If I want something, I'll jump online, I'll Google it, or I will have taken note of somebody and then reach out and have a chat to them about something, right? So yeah. if you take that approach, you're far more 
likely to, to be successful. And I if think you use so. DMs appropriately, even more so. Even more so. Even yeah. More so you so. can have a very successful business and never leave the Instagram app. Yes. And also you don't need a million followers to be successful, right? If you do this properly and you do the process possible properly, sorry, I need more water. Um, (laughs) You can actually be running a successful business on much lower numbers because you're converting more customers. It goes back to that more sale per person. Same thing, right? If you can just continue to close every single customer. So in work at work, we talk about, you know, the close rate. So if mm-hmm. you get one customer coming and you close that customer, it's 100%. If you've got 10 customers, you close two, it's 20%. A good salesperson is around, you know, 30%. So every three customers, yeah, that's about you. An excellent salesman. And see if I'm more. <laughs> well, we haven't actually run the stats, but I'm pretty sure it is. Um, then, you know, an exceptional salesperson would, would be, you know, one in two. One in two customers you close. Mm. So that's a 50% hit rate. It's pretty positive. If you're above that, you know, you're obviously doing something pretty special. But yeah. if you don't know the process and you don't know the, the details. If you don't know, pretty... then you don't know. <laughs> Here we go again. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. And on that note, I'm going to go get myself a glass of red. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you guys for listening. And if you are interested in having that one on one sales story workshop, mm with me over Zoom, then make sure that you follow me on the gram for and more details to come. DM you. And DM me, guys. <laughs> no, I do want you guys to use that feature. So change up all your call to actions this week to DM me and also DM me. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> all right, guys. I think that's pretty much it. Happy Have a Monday. good week, guys. Yeah.